Action, the all-new Ragin' Cajun, 102.7 FM. Hey, good morning to everyone in Southeast Louisiana. It is play by play coming to you live on this Friday. Casey just here wrapping up our wonderful week here on KLEB. We've got a fun show coming your way today. We've got several calling guests that we'll have on throughout the course of the show, including Bryce Gidry, the South Louisiana High School defensive coordinator for football, who will be joining us at 1145 to talk about how the Tarpon defense is going to be equipped for the upcoming season. And then at 12 noon, Butch Terrio of Homa Christian will be joining us. He is the head football coach and now head baseball coach and athletic director out there. Butch is a good guy. Um, he's going to do a good job out there at Homa Christian, and we're happy to have him on at noon. At 12.15, we'll kind of comb through the headlines, make our weekend predictions. Then 12.30, we'll go to Chandler Gietros. You're asking, wait, it's Friday. Why is Chandler not coming on at 11.45? Chandler's got some obligations. He's being a dad uh, attending, I believe he said, uh, something maybe it's something a program a church program or something like that with his kid so he'll be joining us a little bit later at 12 30 and we'll be talking about tarpon baseball and maybe a little tarpon football as well then at the bottom of the show we've got our betting picks for all the folks in our area that are going to be uh, looking to play and some of the games that will be happening around major league baseball we have a full slate of games today which i know is exciting to a lot of people so with that all having been said let's thank our sponsors for allowing us to be here the blue boot rodeo Southland Dodge and Homa, industrial power systems for all your engine and generator needs because power is our middle name. Dufresne Building Materials got you covered for all your roofing needs. Buzz Off, the only all-natural mosquito control professionals providing guaranteed results. And Golden Motors, where price is priority, proudly supporting South Lafouche Athletics and community youth sports organizations. So, a couple of pieces of high school headline fodder to talk about here in the first segment of the show. Then we'll go to the phone lines and Bryce Gidry. The big, big news yesterday um, came from the world of high school football, which is the news that broke of South Lafouche will be playing Central Lafouche this upcoming season in the Dome. <laughs> the big rivalry matchup will be taking place in the Dome. I got in wind earlier in the day. You know, that there was some big news that was going to be dropping and that is going to be dropping in the afternoon. And then I start getting some text notifications and some calls and everything from some parents of players who they found out the news. And turns out South Lafouche will be playing Central Lafouche in the Mercedes. Let me not Mercedes Benz Superdome in the Caesars Superdome in the upcoming season. So that's very exciting. A lot of folks are very fired up about that opportunity for the Tarpons to take on their biggest rival. Um, in the the dome so that'll be a great opportunity for everybody involved um from south lafouche's perspective it's gonna be a great non-district test against a 5a opponent the tarpons are replacing just about everybody in their starting depth chart new quarterback new running backs new receivers new line defensively it's gonna be the same situation new secondary new linebackers everything of the sort 
But BJ and his crew are very excited about what they have, and it'll be an opportunity to maybe showcase that against a 5A opponent. For Central Lafouche, the situation is uh, a little bit different. Uh, they do have a lot back. They do have a lot of players who are, who are returning off of last year's team. But last year's team didn't have any success. They didn't win a game throughout the course of the season. And then, you know, the, the wild and crazy offseason, right, where you lose your head coach, then two other guys come in, and there's really not a whole lot of stability. You know, you're losing guys to, you know, other places or guys are coming in and are taking other jobs just days after accepting your job. So they're going to be on their fourth head football coach in, like, you know, the course of a season and an offseason. So they're in a position now with Coach Vedros, who I think is the right man for the job, by the way. I think that he's going to do a good job stabilizing that program, giving it a little bit of calm, giving a little bit of steadiness to that program that so desperately needs it. Coach Vedros will do an excellent job of that. And for the Trojans, I think it's going to be just a matter of how many kids come out. Can they get the kids pulling in the same direction? Can they get everybody competing and pulling in the same direction? Because if the answer to that is yes, I think this is a team that's going to be more competitive than we realize because there are athletes at that school, right? There are dudes at that school that could play. And even though I may not have ever seen them play football before, I know that they could play. Just because I've seen them play basketball or other things, I know there are athletes on that campus. The issue throughout the offseason has been those athletes on the campus are not currently in the program. So if they've fixed some of that, if they've bridged some of those gaps, if they've gotten some of those kids back out, maybe boosted the numbers a little bit, boosted the numbers of the coaches a little bit, um, they can maybe be more competitive than what people realize that the challenge is, is that they've got a brutal schedule. You know, they've got a brutal schedule. They've got a tough non-district schedule, and then we know everything that's coming in their local district. So those will be the challenges that Central Lafouche are going to face. But anyway, that game will be September 16th in the Dome. It was a game that was supposed to be scheduled for South Lafouche to be at home and instead will be in the Dome. And I've seen so many – let me think of how I say this. I don't want to ruffle too many feathers. The overwhelming majority of folks have been extremely excited about this, but I have seen some folks, oh, why are they doing this? You know, this is not cool. You know, you're losing a home game. You're losing concession money and this, that, and the other. Um, Y'all, that <laughs> – Think outside of the box here, man. This is going to be an opportunity for those kids. And it ain't even the football players, right? Because we sometimes get lost in a vacuum of we only think about the actual football players themselves. This is an opportunity for the band. This is an opportunity for the cheerleaders. This is an opportunity for the dance teams to load up a bus, make a road trip, go out to the city, and play a game that they're going to remember being part of for the rest of their lives. You play the game in Galliano, yeah, it'll be fun. Yeah, they'll have a nice crowd. Yeah, we'll make a little bit of money. And while this may cost a little bit more, the reason why we have high school athletics and extracurricular activities within schools is to create, well, first off, is to teach life lessons. But second is to create that camaraderie and build that togetherness. And this is going to be a lot, a lot of fun. I'll share you a text message with my nephew, Lennon, who's in the band at South Lafouche High School. Not a huge football fan, right, but big enough, and he's a member of the band, proud member of the band. He shoots me a text yesterday after the news breaks. He says, Nalk, are we playing in the Superdome for the Central game? I replied back, yep. He replied back to me, hell yeah. So that's a young man, you know, 17, 18, well, 17 years old to be exact, who's fired up, fired up. He's gonna, he wants to go play his instrument in the Dome. He wants to you know, maybe have a chance to march and walk on the field in the Dome. So that'll be something that all of those young men and young women will be part of and will remember for the rest 
of their lives. Let's talk about some coaching news now around the area because there were some uh, some moving and some shaking that has taken place, and most of it happening around Homa Christian School, where I think that they have uh, filled some vacancies out there with some very qualified and very, very good people. Homa Christian School announced yesterday that their new boys basketball coach is going to be um, is going to be a, a, a good friend of the shows, a good buddy of mine, Coach Richard Jones. Richard Jones was at Terrebonne High School for uh, a season or two as the head basketball coach, and it it didn't go tremendously well. There are a lot of political things that happen at Terrebonne High School, hence all the turnover that you've seen there across the entire athletic spectrum. Um, and Coach Jones opted to step away, opted to take a year off, but that battery is now recharged, and he's going to a home a Christian school team that was young, got a little talent. And look, I'm telling you, man, uh, Coach Jones is a good coach. He's a good coach, and he's got an opportunity now to, to work with a program that has some inexperience but has some talent within that inexperience. He's going to mold and foster those kids, and I think that they're going to start to have some success. He's replacing Nate Fry, who opted to resign from his position because Nate just opened like a training gym in Homa, and Nate wants to dedicate his time, effort, and energy to making that like a career for him. So kudos to Richard Jones. We know you're going to do well, man. Uh, we know you're going to have a great opportunity to succeed, and we look forward to seeing it happen. The next news, um, one piece of it was is kind of old news. One piece of it is kind of new news. The old news is that uh, Coach Terrio, uh, who we're going to have on a little bit later in the show, is going to be the athletic director and head football coach at Homa Christian, replacing Chuck Battaglia, who retired at the end of the last school year. That's been out for a couple of months now. Coach Battaglia had retired and moved away, and you know Coach Terrio came in and took those positions or whatever. That's been out there for a while. That's not new. But what is new is that Coach Terrio, new and maybe also not surprising when you look at the background, Coach Terrio is also going to be the head baseball coach at Homa Christian School. Uh, he's a guy with a Ridge baseball background. Has trained a lot of kids. He had operated the Bayou Baseball Academy uh, down here for a while, and then you're located also in Homa. And he's worked with a lot of kids. Very knowledgeable. Very uh, good teacher. Based on some of the things that people have told me about him in the past. So Homa Christian will get some new blood throughout their athletic department. And now they're building a good little coaching core, man. Because you got Richard Jones on the boys' side of things, who I think is a really good young coach. You got Coach Terrio football and baseball. You got Kathy Luke and girls basketball. That's a good little trio there now where your four major sports, boys and girls basketball, football, and baseball, are all covered uh, by some really good coaches, and they're going to be in a position, I think, to, to really have some success. So we wish them the best of luck with that, and congratulations on some good hires. Um, some other positions in the area that we're still waiting to hear about. I haven't heard anything about Covenant, uh, Covenant Christian Academy's boys basketball position. We'll try to get a little bit of insight on that, see who it is that they uh, look to hire. And then other than that, it's just kind of some ancillary, some little minor positions that are waiting to be filled before the start of school in the next couple of weeks. Man, we're July 22. We are July 22. We're approaching, knocking on the door, getting very close to the beginning of another school year, and we cannot wait to be part of it. We cannot wait to see how that all shakes itself out. But we're excited to go to the Dome. Um and anybody that's ever been to the to the Superdome press box, I hope they don't have Brian and I in the Superdome press box when we're actually calling that game. If anybody's ever been in there, okay, imagine um, sitting at the highest point 
in your home that you could sit without scraping your head on the ceiling. Imagine that. Like maybe if you got a bunk bed and you sit up in the bunk bed and your your head is right up next to the ceiling, but it's not all the way there, but like you're close. That's where the press box is in the dome. It is the highest row of seats imaginable in the building. So look at the upper deck. And then look all the way at the top of the upper deck in the middle of the field. There's going to be some little lights on, some little windows. That's the press box of the dome. So I'm hoping that because it's not going to be a 70,000 plus, you know, of sellout venue, that they can maybe make us a little bit of space and a little bit of room somewhere else, maybe in the one of the TV boots or something like that. Hoping not to be, you know, 3,000 feet above sea level watching the game. You know, sitting up in the skyscrapers where the birds are flying over our eyes. And, you know, I'm hoping to not be all the way up there, but we'll make do with what we have. The opportunity is going to be amazing. But that's just a little tidbit that a lot of folks don't realize until they've actually been up there. You assume, you know, all the press, you got the best seat in the house. You know, you're sitting at the 50-yard line. You know, you don't have to deal with the fans or whatever. Yeah, but we're way higher up than what you are, especially in the Dome. LSU is different. LSU's the press box is in between the first deck and the second deck, right in the middle. It really is the best seats in the house. It's kind of, we're kind of spoiled there, but the dome is a little bit of a different deal. Let's catch a break. When we get back, we're going to Bryce Gidger. We're talking some tarpon football. It's play by play on KLEB. We'll be right back after this. Some people just have a knack for being there when you need them the most, like your third grade classmate who sticks up for you against that bully, the neighbor who gives you a jump start, and the friend who chases away that flock of geese at your outdoor wedding. Your state farm agent has your back, too, through good times and the not-so-good. And who's got your agents back? State Farm, the company people have trusted for more than 90 years. We're here to help life go right. Call State Farm agent Ashley Barrios and cut off today at 985-632-0988. Make this the summer event at Southland Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat and Homa. Not only can you get a great deal on a Ram, but you can see their impressive lineup of new commercial trucks and vans. Southland Dodge has the perfect vehicle for your business with Ram's long-lasting new pickups or their efficient new Ram work vans. Choosing the right ones should be easy. Get more for your business with a new Ram truck or van at Southland Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat, 6161 West Park Avenue in Homa. Here for you yesterday, today, and tomorrow. Pesky mosquitoes, gnats, and all kinds of South Louisiana bugs taking over your yard? Have no fear. Buzz Off is here to save your summer. Buzz Off is the only locally owned pest control company focusing on your outdoor living space. They use 100% organic ingredients, safe to all humans and pets. Check us out on Facebook or book your appointment today at buzzoffnow.com. Need our cedar beaters now? Call 985-333-8989 today to take your lawn back. Buzz Off Mosquito Control. Safe. Effective guaranteed. I'm Jim Harper, president of the Louisiana Farm Bureau Federation. Agriculture is big business in our state. $11 billion a year for Louisiana's economy. When other businesses had to shut their doors, our essential Louisiana farmers and ranchers continue to provide each of us with the food and fiber we need to survive. That's why I'm a proud member of the Louisiana Farm Bureau family. Visit LAFarmBureau.org, the Louisiana Farm Bureau Federation, the voice of Louisiana agriculture. 
Looking to achieve a healthier lifestyle but have little time? The Terrebonne General Executive Health Program can improve your overall health for a lifetime in one visit. With little to no waiting, you get a whole year of wellness in one convenient location. Our preventative screenings increase your well-being by providing early detection against illness. With exceptional VIP service, you leave with a plan in hand to achieve a healthier lifestyle tailored for you. Call the Terrebonne General Executive Health Team at 985-850-6204 today. You know weather bug users when you see them. The umbrellas before the storm. The scarves before the blizzard. The flip-flops before the heat wave. The prepared few. Well, not so few. Over 10 million people use the WeatherBug app for hyper-local weather reports and real-time updates that prepare you for whatever happens next. With more free map layers than any other weather app, WeatherBug sees the unforeseen to protect you from the unpredictable. Download the WeatherBug app today for free. Welcome back to Play by Play here on KLEB. Casey Justclair here. We're talking some football here in the next segment of the show with South Lafouche defensive coordinator, Coach Bryce Gidry. Coach, good morning, buddy. How are you, man? Good morning, Casey, man. I'm doing all right. How's yourself? We're doing fine, bud. We're, uh, we've been talking with all the football coaches around the area all week, and they're all telling us the same thing. They're super eager to get out there, man. You guys are another week closer since we last had you on to putting uh, you know, the kids out on the field and seeing what they got. I know, man. I know you got to be jacked up. Tell us about that. Oh, yeah. Fired up for sure. You know, everybody in the office is fired up. The kids are pumped up. Uh, you know, giving the kids off this last uh, July, uh, kind of just telling the kids, um, you know, after this it, after this week, man, it's it. You know, it's game time until, you know, hopefully December. So, uh, yeah, everybody's fired up, man. Uh, can't wait for August 1st to have everybody back and uh, to get things rolling. Very good. Look, my friend, uh, you guys are, are you're going to be taking over a defense that you know had some good moments last season but lost a whole lot. It's going to be a younger bunch, but from what you were telling me off the air when we were chatting, it's a bunch that's got some talent, especially up front, that you're super excited about. Tell me about your defense, my man. Yeah, for sure. Um, last year we, uh, we had you know a great group of kids that uh, had the chance to play early in their high school career. Uh, so they had a good bit of experience. And, uh, you know, things didn't fall our way, you know, most of the time defensively last year. But, um, you know, we're still going to miss those guys. You know, we don't have a single returner, um, a returning starter. But, uh, you know, with the kids we do have, you know, they work hard. You know, that's, that's the biggest thing that I took, you know, from this spring and this summer is that they work hard and they have, you know, we don't have many attitude problems on the deep inside the ball. You know, they do everything that, you know, myself, uh, Coach uh, Coach Gouger, Coach Sanamo, and Coach Gaspar, acts of them, uh, they do it, you know, without question. So, uh, you know, to have guys like that, you know, it's very promising. Um, and like you said, up front, you know, that's our, our key part of our defense this year. You know, you got kids like Tyler Otan, Abram Bird, you know, DeBoss Price, you know, a newcomer, and Nick Coleman, uh, they're, they're going to be the anchor for our defense. Uh, and a good thing is we're young, so they're going to be our anchor for a long time. And uh, I'm super excited. And uh, linebacker play will have Blaze coming back from last year. You know, he didn't start or anything, but, 
Uh, another year in the program, and newcomer Mike Bezos is doing a heck of a job. And we have, uh, you know, have some young uh, guys in the secondary. Um, try to try out Landon Dordor and uh, Landon Jarvis, see what they got. Uh, but we have Jacias, uh Croson and Caden Messer, and uh, you know, on the back end, uh, playing center field, we got uh, Maddox Comdale, uh, a guy who's uh, coming into being a leader and leading by example for sure. So I think we'll be okay, man. Another thing that you guys have are options. You know, this is not a program that has just 35, 40 kids anymore like it had, you know, maybe three, four years ago. You guys have those numbers built up, and uh, you should have a little competition there maybe for some starting jobs and some kids they are going to be pushing one another at practice, man. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, the guys are just named. Uh, that's who's been kind of taking the first team reps, you know, in the summer. But like you said, it's always a competition. You know, nothing is solidified, nothing is set in stone. Um, you know, we got some great backups right now that can maybe potentially push those uh, starting guys, so to speak, you know, out. And, you know, if they kind of get lazy and they kind of take uh, things for granted. So, uh, yeah, we have depth uh, everywhere. We at least three deep in every position, which is comfortable. I, I actually, uh, we did the depth chart last night. And uh, I was talking to the deepest of coaches. You know, it's exactly where we want to be, for sure. So, you know, the big news breaks yesterday afternoon, and it kind of leaked out to me, and we put it out there, that you guys are scheduled to be facing Central Lafouche in the Dome, and which would be a great opportunity for the kids. And look, dude, I mean, I know the way that you're wired. You're a young dude. You're fired up about all this stuff. I'm sure you're jacked up to go and face one of your biggest rivals in the Dome and everything at that. I'm sure when BJ was breaking that news to everybody, I'm sure the kids were excited. I'm sure you were probably jacked up too. Oh, yes, for sure. You know, that's that's a dream, man. I I was never able to play in the Dome, uh, but to be able to coach in the Dome is going to be, you know, exceptional. And, uh, you know, from what I see, you know, it's mostly positive. from, you know, the news letting out a few negative comments here and there. But for the negative comments, I would say if you could have saw the joy, the absolute joy when we told our kids yesterday, then you wouldn't say those things. Um, You know, they're super excited, the kids, man, and they deserve it. You know, they've been through hell and back with the years we had the uh, last couple of years. So these kids deserve it, and I'm so happy with them that they're going to get to experience this because it's it's going to be once in a lifetime thing for them you know it's going to be truly amazing to watch them uh week three versus central lafourche arrival no doubt about that my man and i agree 100 percent with what you just said um we had bj on oh earlier in the week i remember what day it was and one of the things we were discussing with him was conditioning because look you're facing uh, a 1A school in week one that's going to be talented but you're going to have more bodies than they're going to have and then you got a couple of 5A opponents after that. So it's going to be important, you know, in these next couple weeks to make sure that you guys are ready to go the full four quarters because that could be a big advantage to you all. Talk about, you know, the 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 physical condition. Do the guys have the lungs, you know, to, to go the full 48 minutes just yet or is that still work in progress? I think I think we're getting there. I mean, we're not totally there uh, because, I mean, you know, during the summer you can't be in pads. So when the pads come on, it's going to be a little bit different. But uh, Coach Gouger does a great job with conditioning in the summer. Uh, he's outside um, on the field when we're running, and uh, I'm kind of inside in, in the weight room. But he does a great job with our kids and pushing them um, to get them conditioned for the season. 
But uh, I think we'll be prepared. And, uh, you know, if you look at last year, we kind of um, – they were kind of proved that, you know, Coach Young, it sucks for the kids, you know, <clears throat> excuse me, in the beginning of the year because, uh, you know, you, you just get through practice and then you got to do conditioning. But it's important, man, because when you get to that fourth quarter and you're standing up and everybody's huffing a puffing across from you, then you know you did something right. And uh, I think we're going to get there for sure, and I think that's going to help us out with our opponents this year, especially week one. You know, like you said, St. Amos. St. Edmund's probably going to have you know, a lot of two-way guys. So, you know, that's going to help us out that we don't have you know, really any two-way guys at the moment. So uh, conditioning is going to definitely be a vocal point for sure uh, for the whole month of August, just getting them ready for uh, week one. You know, I'm going to ask you a question that's non-Tarpon related, and, and I'm going to ask you, you know, about middle schools real quick. Is that, you know, we have Keegan on every once in a while. That's Keegan Pokey, the football coach over at LCO. And he tells us, like, look, you know, we've got, you know, 60, 70, 80 kids out at, at workouts or whatever, and they actually had to do a round of cuts, which you don't usually have to do in middle school simply because they didn't have enough jerseys and enough helmets and everything for everybody. Golden Meadows always got great interest, and they've got a good program out there as well. What's that like, dude, knowing that, hey, look, man, you know, your feeder schools, they got your back, brother. That's a big deal. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I actually just got off the phone with – uh Coach Keegan Pokey, uh, he said he was going to listen, so shout out to Pokey if you're listening. But, um, yeah, man, it, you know what he's doing at LCO and what uh, Coach Furo and Coach Brune is doing down there and go to Meadow, you know, it's great for our, our program at Salafus High School. Um, I was able to go. Me and Coach Brody actually went the first day. LCO had uh, tryouts. We had gone and we had um, just kind of, you know, going to – uh, support Coach Polk because, I mean, he's one of our best friends. And, uh, you know, he's doing a great job over there, man. I can't say enough about what he's doing, uh, you know, not only for LCO but for us. And the same thing at Go to Meta. Um, talk about Go to Meta for a minute. You know, the kids that Go to Meta that we get, they're tough, man. And they T-U-F-F tough. And uh, that's what they breed down there. And, uh, you know, you, you get those tough tough kids from go to metal and you get a few athletes from lco and uh you know hopefully we can make it into something here at solid food but uh we're definitely going in the right direction with our feeder school programs and uh just hope we can continue that good relationship we have with them you know for a very long time brother you're talking about your defensive line being young and a lot of the guys who are going to be playing this this coming season who are going to be around for a while the same could be said at your quarterback position where you got one guy who's an underclassman and then one guy who's coming in who's a freshman who's a big-time underclassman. And then, you know, other guys around those guys who are, could play as well. BJ said, hey, man, I don't know who the starter is going to be. I don't know who the backup is going to be, whatever it may be. But he said, I do know this. We're going to be good at quarterback for a long time here. You've been seeing him in seven-on-seven seven and you've been seeing him, you know, maybe in spring practices or whatever. Talk, and, you know, one of the kids you haven't gotten a chance to look at all the way just yet. Uh, you know, echo BJ's statements, man. What's it looking like under center? Oh yeah, for sure. Uh, that's that's a position that we won't we won't have to worry about for four years, and I mean it's it's incredible, you know, because that doesn't happen very often. And uh, you know, I mean, don't have to worry about like, you know, you got a you got a kid like Josh Mack who's so young, but you know, he went to McDonald's 35 and he wasn't scared of crap. You know, he wasn't scared of the big dudes they had, and he's a great competitor. And like Coach said, we don't know who the story is going to, uh, going to be, 
But, but what we do know is we're going to be solid uh, in the quarterback position for four straight years, and that's something that's going to help us out tremendously, especially especially in Coach Young's offense. Um, you know, we're, hopefully we're going to be breaking the records. Sorry, Patrick, but hopefully we'll be breaking uh, <laughs> Patrick Disclare's records very soon. So tell me about this. You know, I'll say this as an LSU fan and then strictly as an LSU fan. Whenever LSU, for whatever reason, when they're facing a team that has a running quarterback, it always makes me nervous. It always gives me fits. Maybe it's just PTSD from when I watched Darren McFadden play quarterback and run for 300 yards on us in Tiger Stadium. You're now a defensive quarterback. Is there any one style of player that makes you more nervous than than another business? You know, man, like, oh, we got to prepare for this, this, and this. Like, Or is it just, hey, you know, let's go get them? I think uh, the the biggest thing with me um, as a a mobile quarterback, a guy that can go, um, a tough guy like uh, you know Will Face in Week Five with Lutcher. Um, I think his name's Winfield. Uh, he started two years ago when they came down the Bayou, and uh, um, he's gonna he's gonna give me sleepless nights all week. Um, but yeah, you know we. we it's not. It's not a secret, Casey. You know it. We, we're not very fast. You know, we're not very fast. So that's what scares me the most. Not scares me, so to speak, but just it's something that we need to watch for a little bit more. Maybe game plan to keep his uh, keep him in the pocket. Um, so yeah, a mobile quarterback is something that could give us fits. But uh, you know, we're going to do everything in our power to keep him in the pocket and uh, make him beat us another way. You know. Yeah, I understand that, brother. Uh, we were talking with Chris Dugat earlier in the week, and he was talking about some of the psychology in terms of, okay, some teams early in the season put everything out on film that they have, and the reason for that is they want you to be spread thin. They want you to be spending so much time worrying about so much different stuff in practice that you don't know where they're hitting you from. Then other coaches, they'll put very little out on film, and then like once district starts or whatever, they'll hit you with all kind of crap that they haven't run all season and try to trick you that way. So would you rather prepare to face an opponent that you've seen it all and don't know what's coming, or would you rather face an opponent that's maybe been vanilla, but you know that they might have a trick up their sleeve that you've not seen before? Um, I'll put it to you this way. It, it, doesn't, it doesn't bother me. Uh, one way or the other, because, you know, our philosophy here at Salafouche, you know, now on the defensive side of the ball, we're going to do what we do, and we're going to be dang good at uh, what we do. So, uh, you know, they can put all they want to put, uh, you know, out there, or they can kind of have a few tricks up their sleeves, you know, come game time. But it doesn't really matter to me. It doesn't matter to our defensive staff, and it doesn't matter to our kids either, because uh, we're going to do what we do, and we're not going to change. And um, you know we're gonna we're gonna be good at our base, and uh, you know we'll have a few wrinkles there um, as well that they may not have seen for sure. You're an emotional, fiery guy, dude. I've seen you sometimes on the sidelines after you guys forced the three and out, and the defense is running off the field, and you're there, you know, to hit the you know shoulders with them or whatever it may be. Coach, there's gonna be a time at this, you know during the course of the season where you guys are gonna force a fumble, pick it up, scoop and score, or gonna get a pick six or whatever it may be. Dude, how are they going to keep you from running onto the field whenever that happens, man? It's going to be hard. Uh, Coach Gaspar actually told them the, the, yesterday uh, when we told the kids, I said, uh, yeah, you got to be near me. I said, because uh, I'm going to be fired up for sure. You know, but that's, that's kind of just the way that I am, Casey. I grew up very passionate. Uh, my dad taught me at a young age 
you know, be passionate at whatever you do. And I, I try to, I try to do that in every aspect of my life. You know, I'm passionate about family, passionate about, uh, you know, career, um, you know, and, and friendships as well. You know, very, very passionate. But it's going to be tough, Casey. They, uh, <laughs> Coach Young might get a little upset at me, but I'm, I'm going to try to to hold it together. But, uh, you know, hopefully I, I can get far enough that we can force some turnovers this year and, you know, the kids can have fun and, uh, you know, get the community excited, the fans excited, give them something to cheer about. No doubt. Before we let you go, man, our Braves, a lot of folks don't realize you're a big Brave fan, as am I. We're facing Otani tonight over at Truist. Are we going to beat Otani tonight on the mound? Ooh. Uh, I surely hope so, man. But, yeah, I'm confident, man. I'm always confident in the Braves. Even when they were down a few years ago, I was always confident. But, yeah, I think we're going to get the dub. I'll text you later to make sure <laughs> that you watch it. Yes, sir. Take it easy, brother. Have a great weekend, my man. All right, man. Later. That's Coach Bryce Gidry with South LaFouche Defense doing a good job, man. Good young coach. He's going to have those guys ready to roll. And, uh, man, I hope the listeners don't think that I'm, like, poking fun at his emotion. I love it. I love the passion. I love – I would much rather watch and play for a guy who's going to be fired up and who's going to be running on the field and fist bumping and, you know, shoulder slapping and hitting the helmets and everything. I'd much rather see that than the old – you know, Les Miles just comatose on the sidelines and no emotion, no fire, no passion at all. The Tarpons have a great mix of the young energy and the experienced guys who've been there a while. They've got a great mix. They've got a good coaching staff out there, and I can't wait, cannot wait to go to the Dome and watch them take on Central Lafouche. That'll be a whole lot of fun. <laughs> Let's catch a break when we get back. Talk to Butch Terrio, home of Christian School. We'll have him out of this break here on KLEB. It's play-by-play. We'll be right back after this. You're listening to KLEB, 1600 AM and K274 DE, 102.7 FM, Golden Meadow. The French Connection, the all-new Raging Cajun, 102.7 FM. The music on the bayou, the all-new Raging Cajun, 102.7 FM. Make this the summer event at Southland Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat and Homa. Not only can you get a great deal on a Ram, but you can see their impressive lineup of new commercial trucks and vans. Southland Dodge has the perfect vehicle for your business with Ram's long-lasting new pickups or their efficient new Ram work vans. Choosing the right ones should be easy. Get more for your business with a new Ram truck or van at Southland Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat, 6161 West Park Avenue in Homa. Here for you yesterday, today, and tomorrow. Some people just have a knack for being there when you need them the most. Like your third grade classmate who sticks up for you against that bully. The neighbor who gives you a jump start. And the friend who chases away that flock of geese at your outdoor wedding. Your state farm agent has your back too. Through good times and the not so good. And who's got your agents back? State Farm, the company people have trusted for more than 90 years. We're here to help life go right. Call State Farm agent Ashley Barrios and cut off today at 985-632-0988 where opportunities are created, not waited on. That's the Danos difference. I've been here for 23 years. The opportunity for advancement within Danos was pretty evident early on in my career. They give you a lot of tools and training in order to learn the oil field industry. It has been an excellent ride for me. Join the team that does it different at danos.com. That's D-A-N-O-S dot 
pesky mosquitoes, gnats, and all kinds of South Louisiana bugs taking over your yard? Have no fear. Buzz Off is here to save your summer. Buzz Off is the only locally owned pest control company focusing on your outdoor living space. They use 100% organic ingredients, safe to all humans and pets. Check us out on Facebook or book your appointment today at buzzoffnow.com. Need our cedar beaters now? Call 985-333-8989 today to take your lawn back. Buzz Off Mosquito Control. Safe, effective, guaranteed. Terrebonne General Health System, where medical science meets the art of caring, is committed to providing the latest advances in medical technology with a gentle caring touch. This is evident in our high-tech, high-touch approach to healthcare. As a trusted healthcare resource, we deliver both life-saving, compassionate inpatient services and life-changing preventive care, while also providing wellness needs and outreach throughout the Bayou region. To learn about how Terrebonne General is providing innovative healthcare solutions, visit tghealthsystem.com. Welcome back to Play by Play here on KLEB. Casey Just Clear here. We're going to spend the next 10 or so minutes with the new head football coach, new athletic director, new head baseball coach over at Homa Christian School, Coach Butch Terrio. Coach, good afternoon, man. How are you? Well, good afternoon, man. I'm just doing just fine on a nice, beautiful Friday afternoon. Yes, sir. You are, you're going to be busy in the coming months, my friend. You're, uh, you're now an athletic director, head football coach. And let's start with the football side of things first. Homa Christian School is a program that's trying to put it together of playing over in the 2A side, the Division three side of things. Tell us a little bit about your philosophy and the team that you have coming back. Well, we we still kind of a young team. We we junior heavy. We got about 13, 14 juniors that uh, pretty much all contributed last year. So we team does have experience. And, of course, we played a lot of – they were sophomores last year, so a lot of inexperience there. And every day we feel like we're getting better. Every day we're getting better. Uh, we kind of changing some things up. Uh, offensive wise, um, getting more to to our personnel that we have to do. We we don't have you know big linemen, I guess you could say, or we do have a lot of skill athletes, but we, we just don't have enough. So we just got to kind of figure out a way how we could go both ways, keep our guys fresh um, throughout the game, and look, we just look for two, three, uh, three four, five yards uh, play, and if we could do that, then we'd be very successful. One of the things that Chuck used to always tell me is that making that leap up to you know to two A was was brutally difficult because look man, you guys at home of Christian are doing it right. You're not recruiting guys. You know you're not going get you know football. You're not going get star wide receivers to go like you're playing with what you got. And he always said that the yeah. talent level was, was huge. You know you guys are facing some good competition out there in two A. Well, we do when uh we, when we made the transition uh, a couple years ago uh, up to a we you know when you do that you, you're pretty much still a single A school at that time and and we had that going against us and not only that uh, the majority of our team at that time was freshmen and, and sophomores so that learning curve was hard to do so when we got into two A the competition was a step ahead the game was a lot faster the guys were a lot bigger they had more guys on the sideline and it was just set us back a little bit. We have to take this time, and like you said, we we an academic school that just has af- athletics, also, and, and we we don't go we don't go get the athletes. We just hope that they come to us uh, to get a great education with us and, and play a little football in between. And, and our main goal, is, as football goes, and our athletic program at Homer Christian is that we can compete on a day to day basis. And if we got the ball in the fourth quarter with a chance to win, I feel that's a great stride for our program. Beautiful. Uh, so. 
Tell us about your offensive philosophy, man, from what you were saying a minute ago, trying to get you know just four or five yards of play would sound like it's going to be kind of run heavy. Give us a rundown of your goals offensively. Well, we're going without giving too much of anybody's listening. That yes, we are. We definitely going to be more run heavy um, to try to set up the pass. Um, we want our main deal is what we when we self scouted ourselves over the summer. We said, man, we got to get the ball to our athletes more often. And how can we do that? How can we get a ball to our, our playmakers? And if our playmakers are outside the hash mark, it's a little bit harder for us to give them the ball. So we're gonna move them in. Uh, a lot of smoke and mirrors, I guess you could say get our athletes the ball, and we'll just take it from there. Coach, you know, I mentioned in the opening of the show, you do great work, you know, teaching kids. And on the baseball side, you had your, you know, your academy, and you're still doing a lot of training and strength and conditioning and everything of the sort. Um, tell us a little bit about your background, man. How long have you been doing all that stuff? Well, I would like, uh, I'm a baseball coach by trade. Uh, I, I was very blessed at a very young, young age to get the ability to start coaching. At 19, um, well, actually, about 18 years old, right out I got out of high school, actually started coaching American Legion, and we were just happened to be at a tournament one time, and Mike Knight from Nickel State University was out recruiting some players, and he saw me out there and asked me if I wanted to join his coaching staff. So at 19 years old, I had the ability to be a Division One baseball coach, uh, and that carried me to about four years of my program right there, and just the love and of baseball just grew, and the knowledge grew in that sense of coaching a competitive Division One baseball team. And uh, it's it just something I could just never get out of my system. Uh, from Nichols State, I went to um, St. Charles Catholic in Laplace, where we had some very good programs over there. And then uh, I just wanted to come back home. So at that time, American Legion, I know you Casey knew how American Legion was in the early 90s, I mean the late 90s and the 2000s, especially with the Bayou Boys down there how competitive American Legion was, and I got the opportunity to coach the Vanderbilt-based American Legion team, which one of one of the best things that in my baseball career was leading them to a state championship in 1997, uh, which I still think was probably the best team that's ever played in the home of Thibodeau area for a high school team for the longest time. I still I'll put that team against anybody. That was with Kenny Hollerback, Brandon Belanger. Um, uh, Gary Thomas was on that team. And people like that, and uh, Brian Daigle, Jason Daigle, uh, Ben Thompson. We had Dougie, Doug Vickney. We had just outstanding talent, and it just made me just love baseball more and more and more. And uh, continued coaching there, and then I decided that, that uh, it was time for me to raise a family. Uh, so I took some, some years off, and then in 2017, uh, I just happened to go watch a home of Christian baseball game, and I ran into a guy on deck by the name of Gavin Dugas. And me and him just got to talking, and he kind of invited me back to Homer Christian and uh, started coaching with those guys. And um, sadly, that uh, coached him for about two years. And then in, uh, in 2018, my father passed away. And at that time, I was working in uh, the hardware store in Solid Foods Tool and Supply. And I had to step away from baseball for a little while due to the fact of having to run the hardware store by myself. And... Just from there, just the love of baseball just outgrew the love of the hardware store. So converted the hardware store into a baseball academy, which was Bayou Baseball Academy. And, of course, all the things that happened through there with COVID and Hurricane Ida, I just felt it was time for me to just stay in Homer uh, where I live instead of going back and forth. And it was a tough decision uh, of bringing the academy down here because I had a lot, a lot of relationships with the people on the Bayou. But I just feel God was calling me to Homer Christian. 
and just the, the plans that that's just going forward of putting me in place as athletic director, baseball coach, football coach. I just feel that it's his plan, and it's it, you know his plan for me to lead athletes, to lead kids. You know, we always say at Homer Christian, we don't care if we win or lose. Our job is to make fantastic fathers and uh, wonderful husbands, and that, that that's how it goes. And if we could do that, then we we definitely did our plan here. Real good, real good. So tell me about your baseball club, what type of kids you got coming back, and you know what are some things you guys are looking to develop before, well, while waiting for the next season? Well, I'm super excited. Uh, we we very young in baseball also, but we, we got some very, very talented kids um, with Henry Pertweet and George Pertweet uh, kind of leading that, that group of young kids. And um, just I, I, I'm from fourth grade on up, I just see the talent of baseball just getting better and better. We got some guys transferring in from different schools that probably be ineligible this year uh, that's going to be able to help us in the future. Uh, I know we're going to be very competitive next year. I, I think we got, uh, and I could be wrong, I think we got two seniors this year and not too many juniors, but from sophomore and freshman is, is where our team is, is really loaded with the talent that, that we're going to use in the future. And I think we could be very competitive not only next year, but I think uh, year two and year three, I think we could definitely compete for a state championship. Coach, I, I talk with our ask baseball coaches in this area this question, especially the veteran coaches. You know, guys like yourself, guys like you know Joe and all those guys. I'll ask them, and and we talk all the time about the growth of the sport in our area has been tremendous. And one of the things that I truly believe has sparked that, but maybe has gone overlooked a little bit, is the fact that. And most of our varsity head coaching jobs, we now have baseball guys in those positions. In the 80s, 90s, whatever it may be, it was just like a guy that the head football coach was getting a little bit of extra money for. Hey, go do baseball. And it was kind of a hobby and right. wasn't really taken seriously. Now we got baseball dudes. Chandler's a baseball guy. Um, you know, Lance over at Central's a baseball guy. Shane and Thibodeau's a baseball guy. You know, uh, the, the, uh, I had him on radio yesterday. I'm forgetting his name. The guy at E.D. White, uh, he's a baseball guy, yourself included. Joe, you know, the whole vibe and everything is completely different. Oh, yeah, it's definitely baseball. It really rules down here. You know, you go to other schools where football is king. Well, you come down in the south, man, you just know that baseball is, is a sport to be part of. We, I mean, like I said, we have uh, our baseball academies are here. Our youth programs are outstanding. You know, our guys in baseball are just getting better every single day. Uh, the coaches that are put in place at these high schools, like you said, they baseball coaches. They they not football coaches, and not. I mean, they might help out on the football side where it was back in the day where you were a football coach and helped out as baseball. These guys really know baseball. They in it year round. You know, the continuing education in baseball is amazing. The stuff that we learn on it on a yearly basis on how the game changes, how we coach kids has changed dramatically. And and the best thing is we we just a, a huge uh, coaching network, man. I could pick up the phone. I could call Joe, run some things off of him. Definitely could call Chandler, call Bucky Angelette, you know, and, and we're going to sit and we're going to discuss on how, how to get things better, but except when we get on each uh, dugout from each other, we're going to compete against each other very hard, but after that game's over, we can on the phone say, how could I get my guy better? How, how could I get this guy better? Everybody has their own little niche to their trade to help them through, and, and we all work together. Coach Barber, we call Coach Barber any day of the week. He'll pick up his phone you know, and I think it's just great. I mean, you can see the results. I mean, we had Vanderbilt, uh, South Terrebonne, South Lafouche, all with chance. And probably if South Lafouche would have been in a district district or, or even though they won the district, they would have been in a different division. They would have won that too. We could have had three state champions. I think we had three state championship quality teams in this area. 
and uh, and to be honest with you, I think well, uh, CCA could have won a state championship, and we're not far behind. So I, I think in the future you're gonna have five to six schools in this area. I think Lance is gonna turn around at Central Lafourche. That, that you could have all the teams in this area competing for a state championship all at once. So that just just a tribute to what our youth coaches are doing, what our academies are doing, and what our coaches are doing in this area. It's fantastic for the sport of baseball. Last question before we let you go. I got to give you some props, man. You just hired a really good basketball coach. Richard Jones is a friend of mine. He's going to do a great job there. Talk about some of the things you liked about him. Well, the first thing, like you said, you know, uh, of taking a job, I knew there was going to be some changes. I didn't know they would all happen in the first year. And, you know, when Coach Nate walked out, it was, it was just something that was very shocking to me. I mean, I had a great relationship with Coach Nate, and I just knew, I said, you know, and I told him, I said, Coach Nate, I'm not going to put anybody uh, in your program. I said, I know it's your baby. I know that you, you're bringing it up. You know, I, I'm going to bring the right guy into it. So I got to thinking a lot about it. I got some help from the outside uh, of who I should call, uh, Coach Kathy. Um, Luke helped me out a lot on that decision-making, and she introduced me to, to Coach right there and um i knew right from the start when he walked in that that he was the guy with the spirit upon him uh when he walked through the door how he handled himself right off the bat like i said we we look to hire great teachers and if they could coach we like to do that too so he checked off all the boxes he has a master's degree i, I just not think that he's just gonna be great for our basketball program uh basketball program our mentorship in that area but just leading our kids in the classrooms and everything else. I just think he checked off every single box we were looking for. We're just so excited to have it. Very good. Thank you so much for the time, my friend. Have a great weekend. Thank you, Casey. I appreciate it. Yep, that is Coach Butch Terrio with um, Homer Christian. He's going to do a good job. You could hear the passion. You could hear the intelligence. He's a smart guy. And, look, most of this stuff, you could – you can make it work for you if you've got that, you know, that ability to communicate with people and you know got that knowledge of your sport. You can make a lot of things happen. It's play-by-play. Play. Let's catch a break. When we get back, I'll make my weekend predictions and maybe go over some headlines. Remember, we've got Chandler Guitros coming at 1230-ish, roughly, here on Play-by-Play. Play. We'll be right back after this. The music on the bayou, the Rage and Cajun, 1600 AM, KLEB, and 102.7 FM. Hey, Mike Davis here. Looking for your next new vehicle? Come check us out at Golden Motors. Price is priority. Come place your very own order or choose what is in stock or coming in. Many 2022 Silverado trucks and SUVs to choose from. New vehicles are here on the way. Chevy, find new roads. And if you're looking for that slightly pre-owned or any make and model vehicle, we have it in our huge selection or don't see it, we can get it. Just stop by on the back road and cut off or call us at 985-325-1000. Did you or your loved ones go without this hurricane season? Well, this year, go with Industrial Power Systems, your only local power generation professional serving Lafourche for over 18 years. We offer sales, service, installation, and maintenance on all major brands of residential, commercial, industrial, and marine generators for the most trusted brands in the industry. Generac, Kohler, Briggs & Stratton, Cummins Onan, and many more. Industrial Power Systems. Power is our middle name. Call us today at 632-1692 or come see us on the back road in Galliano. Hello, friends and family. Taylor Griffin here, back again to talk about Dufresne Building Materials. Did you know that we have a new updated online order system called Dufresne Easy Buy? Come see us at dufreenlumber.com to check it out and get you started with a free quote. We now have eight convenient locations to serve you, which include Cutoff, Thibodeau, Luling, Bell Chase, Araby, Slidell, Gulfport, and Grand Isle. And no matter how big we grow as a company, we promise to keep that local family business feel and welcome you with a smile. So come give the local guys a try and experience the Do Friend difference. 
Lady of the Sea Community Pharmacy staff are trained in finding the lowest cost available on your medication. Stop by with your prescriptions or medicine bottles and let one of us review your options with you. With two convenient locations to serve you, we're located in Rouse's Supermarket, Highway 3235 in La Rose, or at Lady of the Sea Medical Clinic in Cutoff. Our staff available Monday through Friday from 8.30 a.m. to 7 p.m. and Saturdays 9 a.m. to 3 p.m. We treat you like family at Lady of the Sea. What does the WeatherBug app tell you? My commute will be a doozy today. Pack my allergy meds. Lightning. Pick up a pizza, not a tennis racket. With more free map layers than any other weather app, WeatherBug tells you more of what you need to know to prepare you for the unpredictable. Discover why over 10 million users choose WeatherBug. Maybe it's a commute to the couch day. Download the WeatherBug app today for free. All right, so I lied. Um, for those of you who are desperately waiting with bated breath by the radio for my weekend predictions, you're going to have to wait for about another 15 or 20 minutes because we're going to the phone lines right now. Coach Chandler Geecher shot me a message and said, hey, bro, I'm ready to rock and roll, so we got to get the coach on, and uh, let's let's do that right now. Coach Geechers, good afternoon, buddy. How are you? Doing great, man. I guess that's the, the good thing about having your own show. You can mix and match whatever the heck you feel like. That's exactly right. We fill out the lineup card how we want to fill it out right here. Let's talk about right. some lineup cards right now. Your summer baseball program has wrapped up. Now you're really pretty much you're more on the football side, aren't you? Getting ready to start practices over there? Uh, yeah, actually, uh, we definitely are uh, fixing to get cranked up. We uh, we had a lot of activity this week. Uh, you know, on Monday we had our physicals and. Uh, I don't know if uh, you talked to anybody else. The freshman turnout was unreal for that. So that is great to, uh, for all of us, really. Um, and then Tuesday we had our parent-athlete meeting, and I got to meet with uh, you know upcoming uh, players and parents after uh, Coach Colley's kind of section of that meeting. And then, uh, you know, next week we're going to get it rolling. Uh, they're coming in on Monday to uh, turn in paperwork, get jersey numbers. We're taking pictures on Tuesday. Then August 1st we are rolling first uh, day with our freshman group. So tell me about how that works, okay? Because you're doing freshman football, and I got to tell you, uh, you and we've discussed this a little bit before, you're going to have some dudes in that group that could really, really play. So let me ask you this. When you get to practices or you maybe you play a scrimmage or a jamboree or something, do you ever have that conversation? Like, BJ, look, dude, like, we don't need this kid anymore. Like, he should be with y'all. Or is it a situation where they have to see it on tape first? Or, like, how do those conversations go when you have a kid who's playing freshman, who's doing exceptionally well, and, like, it's time for him to, you know, be playing up? How does how do those conversations come about? Well, uh, working with this current coaching staff last year was my first year back after a two-year hiatus. Uh, we really never got that chance because the hurricane kind of hit before our first freshman jamboree. Uh, but I remember back uh, my first stint here, my last year as a freshman coach was the freshman class with the uh, Corbin Island, Jack Blanchard, those type of guys. And, uh, you know, uh, within like two practices, uh, I talked to Coach Kane and Coach Landon. was like, look, Corbin Island is the real deal. This, this guy is the future of our program. He needs to be with y'all right now. Uh, so uh, definitely doing that. And what's different about it now is guys like Coach uh, – Bryce Gidry, uh, who was so involved at that LCO level and having Coach Pokey uh, there now, who used to be with us, we really kind of know the names, and that's why Coach Young was able to invite some guys up to come through uh, spring practice with the football program. I didn't even actually get to see him because I was still uh, obviously coaching baseball. 
but they had their names kind of ready to go, and I don't think it's going to be too long of a transition. Within a couple of practices, we'll be able to tell which guys are moving up or not. Yeah, no doubt about it. So, dude, the news breaks yesterday, and I know that you're not doing a whole lot on the varsity side of things, but the news breaks yesterday that you guys are going to be playing Central Lafouche on a Friday night out in the Dome, which I think is going to be a wonderful opportunity for the kids and the band and the cheer squad and everybody. Really, it's a great opportunity for everybody who loves high school athletics, and I'm sure that you're excited about it as well. Yeah, man, and uh, it's great for both communities. Uh, you know, uh, they've, been, they've obviously been through some things, um, you know, not just with the storm, but just with everything going on there. And with us, it's been so much, you know, the last year has been a whirlwind. And for our football team, it's been there. Like, for, uh, as a baseball coach, I, it, it's hard for me to feel sorry for ourselves because we played at home. You know, we played at night. We played playoff games at home. Uh, whereas our football program really didn't get, much of that last year you know the, the first home playoff game was the uh you know that uh that playoff game uh but for both programs this is an opportunity to go celebrate our communities even though it's not as home this is more of just putting both programs on a stage and letting our kids be able to do something cool it's not like we taking a bus and going to play a home game at Thibodeau like we did all last year uh you know we get on the bus and get to go to the Superdome so it's uh, it's just great for uh, you know, all of our kids, uh, I wish last year's senior class that uh, that really uh, suffered a lot would, would have been able to experience this. Uh, but it's great for everyone else that we're doing it now. Scholarship signing earlier in the week, Darren Ducey going off to LSU Alexandria. One of the things, and I mentioned this on yesterday's show, um, it, was, it was very telling is that, you know, usually you go to a signing and it's, oh, you know, little Jimmy was such a great player for us. Little Jimmy hit home runs. Little Jimmy, you know, made great plays and did this, that, and the other. And there was some of that, of course, because Darren was an amazing player. But the vast majority of the talk was, no, little Jimmy's a great human being. Little Jimmy's a great student athlete. And, you know, Darren was was such a great leader for your program. To hear you guys speak about him and the things that he did in the locker room and the things that he did off of the field and just the leadership – that was awesome because, look, they're getting a great player, but they're getting a wonderful human being who, no matter what the batting average is, is going to help them just by his presence being in that locker room. Absolutely, and he's one that we're going to miss a ton, man. I think it was very telling. I've never seen a college coach come to a signing like his future coach, Coach Gautreaux, did. Uh, that was just impressive in its own right. But uh, I've been telling Darren since uh, I got the head coaching job and really got to spend a lot of time with him. And he and I probably had more conversations than I had with any other player just because of circumstances, what we did lineup-wise. But, uh, you know, we were able to form a pretty tight uh, player-coach relationship, man. And the least special thing about that kid is the athletic ability. And that's evident by everyone who spoke about him. And if you, you know, he talked after, and that was like a 30-year-old talking to you. I wasn't like no 17, 18-year-old high school kid. That, that is just such a mature uh, kid his parents did a great job I know they're very proud and uh you know it's uh it's almost like an, the end of an era man I'm gonna miss seeing a uh, 40 deuces rolling deep up to the park you know uh for every home game we have uh but uh no Darren's just a tremendous guy and you know words don't do it justice uh you know the kind of person he is you know it's very rare is look at the high school game there are often guys who could hit a home run right but there are very few that could like you you have to pitch around or whatever it may be because like you're sometimes expecting him to hit home run and he was one of those guys like with any one swing of that bat dude and he saw you did it against North Lake Christian he had a big bomb against Tioga I remember he hit one about 600 feet against Morgan City last year in district play like with any one swing of that bat the entire complexion of the game could change 
Yeah, exactly. And that's why, um, you know, you're willing to stick with a guy like that, even if he's going through a slump, even if he's, uh, you know, not seeing it that well. You have to keep a guy like that in your lineup because he could change a game with one swing and a bat. And he did it so many times for us. you know, it's almost crazy. Like, I barely, like, I had to jog my memory by watching the game, and I've watched our whole season over again. But it seems so long ago. That, that uh, I forget if it was a grand slam. I believe it was a grand slam against Vanderbilt Catholic uh, this year where the, the outfielder, I don't know if you ever saw it, but he was kind of like, tri- I guess, tripping. He, I thought the ball was going to be caught, and I'm telling our runner at third to tag up, tag up. I believe it was Matt Lee. They're like, Coach, what are you talking about? And I'm looking, the, the ball clears the fence by 40 feet. Uh, so the outfield kind of deep me on that one a little bit, but uh, that, that's one thing about him. It's the moments that he created. Uh, he has three career playoff home runs. I guarantee you, there is no other player in our school's history that has three career playoff home runs because I've coached in about ninety percent of the playoff games in our school's history, either as a head coach or an assistant. Um, so he's uh, he's definitely a leader in that, and uh, you know, just a, a great power hitter. And uh, we're definitely going to miss him in our lineup, man. <laughs> Funny story. I wish I had the audio from the Vanderbilt home run because it's probably the worst home run call that I've ever had. Because like off of the bat, like I'm thinking, all right, he got it. So I'm like, oh, there's a swing and a drive, and then like you can hear my voice goes down, like it's gonna be the shallow left field, and then no, it's gone. It's a home. Yeah, I thought I I fell for it just as you did whenever I saw that infielder or that outfielder break in and then kind of kind of deke the base runners, and then no, it's gone. It's in the parking lot. <laughs> yeah, that was a, that was a crazy moment, and it was a. Uh... You know, that was, I mean, our arrival this year, we started the season off slow, and uh, even though Vanderbilt, we were able to beat them twice, we knew how good they were. I thought from jump, uh, after seeing them beat Berwick 4 nothing in opening day, that Vanderbilt Catholic was going to win a state championship. Lo and behold, they did, and, uh, you know, to be able to catch that, beat them the way that we did there, and then uh, come back at home and uh, get a sweep against them, man, that was just a... Uh, uh, that was a crazy one in that moment. Uh, that Darren's home run was really the icing on the cake for it. So you send several guys off to the next level, and truthfully, there were a couple of more who had opportunities that maybe for whatever reason opted not to. Does that help you in the future whenever you have you know, a little 7th or an 8th grader who's deciding, hey, I don't know what sports I want to play at the high school level. Does it help you and almost serve as a recruiting tool of, hey, like, look, you come here and you know, if, if things go well, you go play college? Yeah, and look uh... – with baseball, it's it's weird just because there are so many programs. Uh, I mean, um, I'm not going to mention the kid's name, but uh, that uh, college that uh, Jelby Sheridan went to, Eureka College in Illinois, I had their coach on, and, you know, side unseen was him go off my word and offer a spot to one of our kids. If you want to play baseball somewhere, you could play. And, uh, I mean, anyone, uh, you know, that's, that's, you know, pretty good, I mean, you got you got to have some talent. But if you're a pretty decent baseball player, uh, you know, uh, an all-district type guy, you can go play somewhere. So there's definitely a lot of opportunities. And, uh, you know, especially with our staff being as young as we are, we've been making connections. Uh, you know, like I heard uh, Coach Butch say in your last segment, uh, just the networking, going to clinics, meeting other coaches, bouncing ideas off of each other, seeing different college guys, uh, you know, give a talk and go and introduce yourself to that college coach. Uh, we're just doing, a, uh, I think, all of our staff and all of the staffs in the area are doing a great job of uh, not only selling our programs, but creating relationships with coaches, uh, you know, from around the state, around the country. And, uh, you know, look, if you want to play college baseball, you put some work into it, you develop into a pretty doggone good player, there is a spot for you somewhere. Yeah, no doubt about that. Um, Coach, I know last time we had you on, you said you were kind of on the fence with your schedule just in that 
as you said, the first couple weeks of the season, you're going to be without a lot of key pieces. Um, that's a challenge, dude. The, the part of the part of this whole you know, shebang is, is scheduling properly and making sure that you have the right you know guys available at the right times, and you're facing the teams that are going to get you the most points. And that's a big puzzle, and that's a huge part of your job. You know, filling out the lineup card and keeping everybody happy is also, but scheduling right is a big, big, big part of your job. Yeah, it's huge, man, and uh. I'm pretty doggone set on uh, that first week. I, I think we're just going to play three games, and opening day is going to be the Thursday or Friday of the Cecilia tournament. And you know, it is what it is. I mean, uh, without Jacob Purell there, I don't see any uh, benefit to trying to play four games that week. Uh, it's just going to be tough on our pitching staff. And even when Jacob does get back early in the season, that arm ain't going to be in shape. Ain't going to be where it is where we could ask him to go through five, six innings from jump. Uh, so scheduling is very important. Um, you know. Still trying to uh, maybe see on a couple of things. I know the second uh, coach uh, Butch got the job at Homer Christian, he called me. We're probably going to play those guys twice instead of once. And uh, we actually got a pretty cool thing uh, that we're going to do with them. As we get closer, we'll start promoting that. Um, but, no, scheduling's huge, man. And, uh, you know, with the way that our district is, we need to find ways to get wins out of district, especially, uh, you know, playing that one round this year. Um, you know, uh, we got to find ways to win games out of district. We're going to get enough power points in district, win, lose, or draw. Uh, but we got to find ways, and I know we talked about it last week, to start the season a little bit better, get wins. We have 29 games currently scheduled. Uh, generally, if you win 14-15 out of a 30-game season, you're in a, a spot to be in that top 16 and hosting in the first round. So that's definitely the goal. That's definitely what we want to be. Sounds like a winner, brother. Thanks so much for the time, my friend. You take care of yourself, okay? All right, Casey. Have a great weekend. Yep, that is Coach Chandler Guitros with South Lafouche Baseball doing a great job. Fascinated, man. Fascinated because I think they're going to still be really good. They've got a lot of talent on that roster. Great coaching staff in place. The names are going to be different, right? You know, they're turning over the lineup card, but I still think that they're going to have some success. They had a really good summer. And uh, the kids here play baseball now, man. Kids here play baseball. It's, it's, it's different. It's a whole different vibe. When I was little, the hierarchy was, was like maybe Biddy first, right? And then Bantam was just a little bit below Biddy. And then Dixie Youth Baseball was way below the other two. Now, and it ain't even Dixie Youth Baseball anymore that they're playing. It's travel stuff and whatever it may be. They're making these teams or whatever it may be. Um, But now it's completely different. Bantam is like at the bottom. They're playing baseball first. Biddy's kind of in between somewhere. And the kids are out there at a young age traveling all over, going playing Florida and, you know, Omaha and Cooperstown and all these different places. They're playing baseball, and they're not scared. They're going and competing, and by the time they get to high school, they know what to do. They know what to do, and it makes everybody's job easier. It's play-by-play on KLEB. When we get back now, we'll get our weekend predictions, and we'll tell you some things we're expecting to see in the next couple of days ahead. It's play-by-play on KLEB. We'll be right back after this. Always on the run and short on cash. With a State Bank and Trust Company debit card, you can pay for goods and services without the need for cash in your pockets or the hassle of writing checks. Available on all consumer and commercial checking account holders. Call or stop by any State Bank and Trust location for all the details. State Bank and Trust Company, Cajun Banking, served just the way you like it. Member FDIC. 
The other day, someone said they saw a roach the size of a nutria down around Cutoff. I don't know about that, but nasty pests like roaches, termites, ants, and spiders are running wild up and down the bayou. If you got bug problems, call Terminex and the Bayou Boys, Dan and Billy Foster. They'll be there in a jiffy to protect your home or business. So whether you live up the bayou or down the bayou, Terminex is here to get rid of bugs any size. So call those Bayou Boys. They'll get you, get you Terminex tough. Serving part-time in the Army National Guard has led to a lot of firsts for me. It paid for me to be the first person in my family to go to school. That education got me to the first day at my dream job, which I can still hold while I serve part-time. That job and the home loan benefits I got from the Army National Guard helped me buy my first house. I also know that I will be one of the first to respond if my community ever needs me. Sponsored by the Louisiana Army National Guard. Aired by the Louisiana Association of Broadcasters and this station. I'm Jim Harper, president of the Louisiana Farm Bureau Federation. Agriculture is big business in our state. $11 billion a year for Louisiana's economy. When other businesses had to shut their doors, our essential Louisiana farmers and ranchers continue to provide each of us with the food and fiber we need to survive. That's why I'm a proud member of the Louisiana Farm Bureau family. Visit LAFarmBureau.org, the Louisiana Farm Bureau Federation, the voice of Louisiana agriculture. Yes, we will let this play. This is one of my favorite songs to come out of break from. Let's go. I'm doing the strut in the studio right now. Wait for it. It's play by play on Kaylee being the entire time this song has been playing. I've been flailing my arms like Vince McMahon, strutting through our LaRose studio. Hope you guys are having a wonderful Friday, as am I. It is play by play on Kaylee B. We've got our weekend predictions. The first weekend prediction is going to be a lock. It's that the host of this radio show is going to make a fool out of himself dancing in the studio. Oh, already happened. My bad. <laughs> Let's get to our first weekend prediction. I think that I think the Padres are going to win the series with the Mets this weekend. That's out in New York. But I just think that San Diego uh, is maybe a better club than New York. Maybe it's wishful thinking. Maybe I'm just saying that because I hope the Mets lose because it would help the Braves. Maybe I'm you know, off my rocker, just don't see it with the Mets. They don't hit well enough. Their offense isn't any good. Their pitching is great. Their offense isn't any good. You look at a pre-All-Star game series with the Cubs, they scored two runs, four runs, two runs. Like, you're not hitting on the Cubs, and you're not going to be hitting on on the big dogs. And I think that the Padres, who are a legitimate playoff team, are going to go out there, and they're going to take care of business. Along the same lines is my next prediction, which is I think that – there's going to be some movement. And I don't think a trade's going to be made, but I think there's going to be some movement on the Juan Soto trade situation this weekend. The rumors are there's six or seven contenders that are lining up to try to secure his services in the Mets. And, you know, ironically enough, maybe one of them, the Cardinals, or another team linked to him. Um, I think that some movement's going to be made there. I don't understand why the Nationals are in such a rush here. I get they're frustrated. He turned down a 14-year, 
$450 million deal. I get that that's, you know, a big piece of frustration for them. Like, you know, hey, we gave you the whole form and you still said no, you know, so, but you got, you got two and a half years left of him under contract. He's 23 years old. This is not some veteran 33-year-old guy that you're expecting to start tapering off in the next couple of years. He's 23 years old. So by giving up on him, you're conceding the fact that you're going to be giving up on a guy who's likely going to be a top five, top 10 player in the entire sport for the next decade. And I get that the asking price is extremely high. And a lot of the guys that they're wanting from other teams are, you know, like their top prospects or in many cases, you know, their number one, number two, number three, and number four prospects, and maybe even a major league guy in between all that. But here's the thing about prospects, man. Prospects don't often pan out. I remember Christian Pache, who was at one time the Atlanta Braves' number one prospect, right? Now he's playing with the A's and batting like 100. He's going to be out of the sport within the next year or two. He got a little bit of a cup of coffee in Atlanta. They saw he was awful. His, his value sunk. They traded him low, sold low to the A's. Now he's not even going to be in the game soon. And he was the number one prospect in that organization, an organization that at the time that he was number one in the organization was regarded as like the best organization in baseball. So he was regarded as one of the best prospects in the entire sport. And he's horrible. So until you see these guys at the highest level, it's a wild card. And it's a big risk. It's a big risk to give up a guy of Juan Solo's talent at 23 years old and know that you're getting back a bunch of maybes. Here's the thing about maybes, man. Look, sometimes this works out. The The Cardinals traded for, you know, a big fish and they traded Zach Gallen and Sandy Alcantara. <laughs> that, that didn't work out for them. Those maybes, you know, those, those maybes didn't work out so well. Or, or did work out well for, for the teams that traded for him. But sometimes it doesn't work the way that you expect it to. And to get rid of such a proven commodity, to get rid of a guy at that age that has that much left in his career, that it really, frankly, hasn't even met his full potential yet, but is still a monstrous player and a Herculean talent, a guy who has 118 career home runs at age 23, a guy who has 563 career hits at age 23, and a guy who, if not for a shortened COVID season in 2020, would probably have 15, 20 more home runs and probably about 80 or 90 more hits. That's a big risk to take. A big risk to take. Next prediction. Again, involving baseball, I think the Yankees are going to beat the hell out of the Orioles this weekend. The Orioles are 46 and 46, and they've become a really nice story uh, but they're facing the big dogs this weekend. They're hosting the Yankees. They'll be jacked up. They'll be juiced up for that. They're facing the big dogs. They're not ready for that. I think the Yankees are going to show up and show out, and I think they're going to take care of business, and they're going to put it on the Orioles. Pretty good as truck walks into the studio and maybe cancels the show after hearing me say that. Another one that I got for you. Y'all, I think Charles Barkley is going to sign with Live Golf. There's been a lot of debate and a lot of discussion 
I think Chuck's going to sign with Live Golf. When has Live Golf told anybody no or been told no by anybody that they've wanted except for Jack Nicholas? They're going to throw an amount of money at Chuck that he's not going to be able to turn down. And he's going to take it. And he should take it. He should take it. Faraday's going over. He's one of the best, you know, best golf analysts in the sport. He's going over. Charles Barkley's entertaining as hell. I don't know what he knows about the technical side of golf, but he knows how to be behind a microphone for a four-hour shift and be entertaining. That would make it more likely that Liv would someday get a television contract or you know, a, an opportunity with a streaming service or whatever it may be. I think he's going over, and I think it's going to happen over the weekend. I think it's going to happen over the weekend. Another prediction over at the 3M Open. Speaking of golf, I think Tony Finau is going to win the whole damn thing. He is currently in third place right now, seven under par. He's finished with his second round. By the time the entire second round finishes, he may not be third place anymore, but he's going to be near the top, right? About half of the first of the second round is finished. I like the way Finau is playing. I like the way he fits the course. Out in Minnesota, I think Tony Finau is going to win the event this weekend. Let me give you one more. Let's see what we got here. And I'm not going to do the usual. LSU's going to get a football commitment. They get one every weekend, folks. They're, they're rolling right now. One more. Let's see. I think. Yeah, let's do this one. Yeah, let's do this. Along the same lines, you know how I was talking about the Orioles and the Yankees? I think the Astros are going to go out to Seattle and beat the hell out of the Mariners. Um, Seattle's 51-42. and 42. They're playing really well. They're coming in really hot. They're not on Houston's level. Houston is one of the best teams, if not the best team in all of baseball. They swept the Yankees yesterday in a two-game doubleheader. They're coming into this series. They played Seattle 12 times. They've split the series 6-6. Six to six. I think that Houston's going to go out to Seattle and let them know, hey, we're the big dogs, you're the little dogs. Um, know your role, so to speak. So those are our weekend predictions, and I hope that it's going to be a fun weekend watching sports around the area. Let's catch a break here on play-by-play when we get back. I'll get you our betting picks, then we'll get out. It is play-by-play on KLEP. We'll be right back after this. Hey, Mike Davis here. Looking for your next new vehicle? Come check us out at Golden Motors. Price is priority. Come place your very own order or choose what is in stock or coming in. Many 2022 Silverado trucks and SUVs to choose from. New vehicles are here on the way. Chevy, find new roads. And if you're looking for that slightly pre-owned or any make and model vehicle, we have it in our huge selection or don't see it, we can get it. Just stop by on the back road and cut off or call us at 985-325-1000. Ontario, Douay, Ontario. More than just an insurance company, they're marine insurance specialists. Whether it's fishing boats, cabin cruisers, sailboats, or marine industry, you can trust Terrio Douay, Ontario to get you the coverage you need at a price you deserve for your home, your auto, life, fire, and health. They've been taking care of people since 1957. Call Terrio Douay, Ontario at 475-5126. Just ask for Lynn Pierce or David O. along Bayou Lafouche in Golden Meadow. Is knee pain keeping you from living your best life? Get back into the swing of things with a robotic-assisted knee replacement from Thibodeau Regional Health System. Robotic-assisted knee replacement means greater precision and a joint replacement that's customized to your anatomy. And this could mean less pain and a quicker recovery. Most importantly, it can mean improving your quality of life. Learn more at Thibodeau.com. 
Since 1948, that's 74 years, Hilaria Brothers has been in the commercial fishing and shrimping supply business, stocking large selections of 12-volt electrical and hydraulic single and double drum winches, and hydraulic motors with brakes, beltless clutches, and pumps with brackets. They also carry hydraulic stainless steel skimmer winches, hydraulic valves, and hydraulic steering for up to 65-foot boats. Also a huge assortment of crab traps and crab trap wire, stocking nylon plastic and knotless webbing. You heard about that new webbing, Platina and Knotless Dyneema? Alera Brothers also stocks shark tail netting that's reinforced with stainless steel wire. They stock four different sizes of galvanized stabilizers, also stocking a large variety of fiberglass cloth, including resin gel coat and other supplies needed for fiberglassing. Lost an anchor? Alerio Brothers stocks anchors from 5 pounds to 100 pounds. Visit Alerio Brothers before the season begins. That's Alerio Brothers, 894 Avenue A, West Wego, online at AleriaBros.com. Tiger Rag, three-time Home Depot Coach of the Year, two-time AP College Football Coach of the Year, 11 seasons at Notre Dame, two college football playoff appearances, and now the head coach of the LSU Tigers, Brian Kelly. What the fadizzle? I know LSU fans will love Brian Kelly. I'm excited. Success follows him everywhere he goes. All he does is win. Winningest coach in Notre Dame history. Tiger Rag Magazine will be there as LSU ushers in a new era on the gridiron. He wants to win a championship. His plan to take this program to the next level I be is the same as ours. Under the bright lights. Not here to taste success. I want to be He's here to sustain on the Broadway stage. Shows where LSU is as a program right now. We have a lot of talent and a lot of talent coming in. Super excited. <laughs> I want the fans here early, tailgating and having a great time and and filling the stadium and being enthusiastic. Find Tiger Rag on newsstands and online at tigerrag.com. Set yourself up for success when planning your next event. Whether it be a festival, Mardi Gras rodeo, or outdoor music venue, Joe's Septic Contractors knows that it's important to cover your bases well before the days of your event. Joe's Septic Contractors can supply 1810 three and two stall restroom air conditioned trailers anytime, anywhere, 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Planning an event? Visit Joe's Septic at bizcom.net with locations in Cutoff, Thibodeau, Fushaw, Abbeville, and Reserve. One segment to go here on Play by Play. We'll spend the next three or four minutes with you making some betting picks. But first, we thank our sponsors one more time here. That would be the Blue Boot Rodeo, Southland Dodge, and Homa. Industrial power systems for all your engine and generator needs because power is our middle name. Do friend building materials got you covered for all your roofing needs. Buzz off the only all natural mosquito control professionals providing guaranteed results. Golden Motors, where price is priority, proudly supporting South Lafouche Athletics and community youth sports organizations. A reminder, join us tomorrow, Saturday, 10 o'clock, for the Sports Corner, presented by Terrebonne General Health System with Stan Gravois and myself, for the latest in local high school, college, and professional sports from your local sports experts, sponsored by State Bank and Trust Company. So we thank everybody for listening. Also thank our calling guest Chandler Guitros, Coach Butch Terrio, who else we had today? Man, I'm drawing a big blank, and I'm embarrassed. I got to go look at my sheet. Oh, Bryce Gidry. How can we forget Bryce? We had Bryce, Butch, and Chandler on throughout the course of the show. We thank them all so much for their time and promoting their respective programs. Our three betting picks for today, we begin the first one. I like the Phillies 
at home to cover the minus 130 run, uh, money line against the Chicago Cubs. I don't know why this line is the way that it is. Quite frankly, I think Vegas just made a mistake, and we're here to pounce on it. I think the Phillies are going to win. They're 49-43. and 43. They're better than the Cubs, who are 35-57. and 57. The Phillies are throwing Kyle Gibson, who's not been great, but he's okay. He's good enough. He's got a 4.35 ERA. And the Cubs just stink. <laughs> I don't understand why they would be near even money on the road against the Phillies. My big, you know, uh, tradition and saying over my Patreon is that we like the team that's the better team, the home team, and got the better pitcher. We've got all three of those today. They're facing Justin Steele of the Cubs, who has a worse whip, 1.41 to Gibson's 1.2. I think the Phillies are going to get the win. I think they're going to take care of business today. Next one that I got, uh, let's see where we're going to go with this, where we're going to head with this. Um, let's go over seven today in the game between the Braves and the Angels. I think the Braves are going to hit Otani a little bit today. Otani gets a lot of strikeouts and this, that, and the other, but there are some times where he gives up some runs now, and he's only got a 2.38. He's been red hot lately, but I think the Atlanta offense is going to touch him some. And the reason why I like over also in this one is because I think the Angels are going to score on Charlie Martin as well. The concern with an over or under bet is that one of the teams just doesn't score at all, especially when you're taking an over. And I guess the concern would be, well, the Braves just might not score. I don't think that'll happen, and I certainly think the Angels would get a few on Martin. I'm looking at a 4-4 four to four type game in the eighth inning. Hey, that's over. So I, I like it. I'll go over seven. I think that's too few. The last one here that we'll take, let's see what we want, what we want here. I'll go with... Yeah, that one. Yeah, let's do that one. That's easy enough. I like the Dodgers to win. Minus 140 money line odds against the Giants. Um, the Dodgers crushed Rodon yesterday, 9-6. to six, Came out of the All-Star gates, uh, All-Star break smoking, rather. They're 61-30. and 30. The Giants just, yeah, they're just kind of there. They're, they're kind of flat. They're kind of stale. Playing on the road. The Dodgers had Mitch White pitching yesterday, who's not very good and beat Rodon. Today with Tyler Anderson pitching, who's 10-1, and 2.96 ERA. They'll be able to get by Logan Webb, who he's very good. 117 and two-thirds innings. Logan Webb is very good with a 2.83 ERA. But that Dodger offense just breaks you down, man. They foul off pitches, you know, you know, poke one the other way for a hit. They get on base. They get clutch base hits. The Dodgers are going to get a win today, and they're going to take care of business and make it happen. Thanks to everybody for listening. It's been a wonderful show. It's been a wonderful week of shows. We're going to have a couple of days off. Then we're going to be right back at it next Monday. Y'all, by the time we get to next Monday, some teams will have started their high school camps and everything of the sort. We cannot wait. You've been listening to Play by Play. This is Casey. I'm out of here. Y'all have a wonderful weekend. God bless everybody. Take care. You're listening to KLEB, 1600 AM and K274 DE, 102.7 FM, Golden Meadow.